Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, February 9th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, before we get started here, I want to send a hearty congratulations out to uh, some some of our favorite Aussians out there. Tonight over at the Gershwin Theater, Wicked will make a little bit of history and move up one more rung on the Broadway longest running ladder as it plays its 5,960th performance, officially passing O Calcutta for seventh all time. Now, James, I always say a show can't be considered long running until it passes O Calcutta. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a classic there. So, okay, so if Wicked is now number seven, James, can you tell me what six through one are? Oh, uh, well, Phantom. Phantom's number one. Um, did the top, the top three are still currently running. Lion King. That's number three. Um, I don't know. Uh, did did uh, Chorus Line, did they pass Chorus? Did Wicked pass Chorus Line already? No, Chorus Line is currently sixth. The original production of Les Miserables is fifth. The original production of Cats is fourth. Then we've got The Lion King, then Chicago. Oh, Chicago. And then The Phantom of yes. the Opera. So those would be the top six that Wicked has in its sights. Now, just as you mentioned, A Chorus Line is next up. That is at 6,137th. So Wicked should pass that within the year. And then Les Mis at fifth has a couple more years. Uh, probably won't be till about 2020 if I uh, do the quick math in my head, which I am not very good at, because um, that's at 6,680 performances. So um, that's a ways away. A ways away, a ways away. That's the uh, Pirate Ship and Dance version of that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There so, you go. Uh, you know what today is? Um, I do not. What is today? Today is the crossover day where it is less risky to invest in a Broadway show than in the Wall Street uh, stock market. <laughs> but who takes credit for the, uh, the stock market uh, as opposed to Broadway? I mean... I know some people take credit for when the stock market's doing well, but not when it's <laughs> this bad. Well, that's because they're focused on the uh, shutdown. We actually don't know right now if we have an operating government or not. Yeah, who knows? All right, so we better just move forward. <laughs> Were you going to say something? I'm sorry. No, 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 nothing. I, I want nothing. Mm. All right. Hangmen. Reportedly p- planning a Broadway transfer this spring. They could yeah, James. plan it, but... Well, I think it's going to happen. Um, this is a nearly an impossible ticket to get off Broadway. As soon as the tickets went on sale, they were snapped up immediately. And last night, the New York Post's Michael Riedel reported that the play from Martin McDonough is looking to make a hasty transfer to Broadway ahead of the April 26th Tony eligibility deadline. The show opened at the Atlantic Theater Company this week, took fantastic reviews, and is scheduled to run through March 7th. Riedel reports that the plans are in the works for the show to move over to the court soon after, one of only two theaters that are actually available in the spring. Of course, McDonough is 
he's an Academy Award winner already for a short film he did in the early 2000s, but he's Oscar nominated again for two Academy Awards this year, Best Original Screenplay and Best Picture for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. As Riedel points out, it is a pretty thin season for new plays on Broadway. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is the only play that is currently scheduled to open on Broadway this spring and is, of course, the heavy favorite for many a Tony Awards. For um, four of McDonough's previous plays have been nominated for best play at the Tony Awards, but he has never won. So perhaps with the shine of some Oscar nominations and potential wins, the Tony voters might give Hangman another look, even up against the behemoth that is Harry Potter. After a sold out run at London's Royal Court Theater and a run on the West in the West End, Hangman is completely sold out at the Atlantic. So if you're going to get a chance to see this and you don't have tickets already, you're going to have to wait it comes to Broadway in hangman in his small pub in the Northern Irish uh, English town of Oldham. Harry is something of a local celebrity, but what's the second best hangman in England to do on the day they've abolished hanging amongst the cub reporters and pub regulars die to hear Harry's reaction to the news. His old assistant, Sid and the peculiar Mooney lurk with very different motives for their visit. Now, James, we talked about, there aren't a lot of theaters available um, in the in the spring, and the court was one of the three. Um, the other two have shows coming in in the summer. Um, so this would seem to be the last piece of the spring puzzle if this actually does, in fact, end up transferring, which I pretty feel pretty confident that it will. Hmm. Well, um, it looks like we can see the puzzle from a distance. From a distance, there is harmony. Hmm. What's that Bette Midler song, From a Distance? That's that's what I just quoted, yes. Is that the one? Yeah. Hmm. From a distance. Yeah. It sounds just like her. (laughs) All right. Uh, What's up in the show and casting news? All right, James, you'll remember we've talked about this show a lot, but Wednesday, Page Six's Cindy Adams reported that God Looked Away, starring Al Pacino as Tennessee Williams late in his life, is planning to come to Broadway for a limited run after Pacino finishes work on the new film, The Irishman, the new uh, the new picture from Martin Scorsese, co-starring Robert De Niro. The reviews for a small tryout run out at the uh, Pasadena Playhouse. How do I put this delicately for a living legend that is Al Pacino? They weren't good. They were they were bad, Um, despite the presence of the infallible Judith Light, who is still attached to the project. Should it come to Broadway, Adams reports that they are polishing the script by Dotson Rader, who is um, I I don't know if I need to say allegedly on this or not, but is allegedly Tennessee Williams ex lover and um, kind of the story is semi autobiographical. Um, James, the last time Al Pacino was on Broadway, it did not go well. This did not do well out in California. But apparently he believes in it so much that he's willing to to uh, bring it to Broadway nonetheless. So when China Doll came to Broadway, I blamed the disaster on Mamet. Um, Fair. And so I, I didn't blame it on Al Pacino. So if Al Pacino comes into this thing, it's going to be hard to blame Tennessee Williams. Uh, so it better be good. Well, Tennessee Williams didn't write it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Al Pacino is a proud man. He's an, one of the greatest actors in American history, at least in modern uh, history in the last you know couple decades. So I'm sure he doesn't want to come to Broadway where he's already won a Tony Award and be a stinker. So fingers crossed. 
All right. If I was half the man I used to be, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. <laughs> well done. All well right. done. All right. So speaking of new shows, James, yesterday a press release was sent out alerting the media that a new musical featuring the songs of Huey Lewis and the news is currently in the works. The show titled The Heart of Rock and Roll will not be a bio musical. Instead, it will feature an original story by Jonathan Abrams based on an idea he had with Tyler Mitchell and Gordon Greenberg will direct. The show will feature Huey Lewis and the news is hits, uh, including The Power of Love, Stuck With You, hip to be square if if this is it and i'm sure the heart of rock and roll as well and many more no production details were announced but honestly james i'm probably more excited for this bio musical jukebox musical than the go-go's one than the donna summer one even the temptations one huey lewis was right in the wheelhouse of my formative years and of course I think there needs to be some sort of nod to American Psycho in there somehow. I don't care how. Just something we need to talk about Patrick Bateman and his love for Huey Lewis. I get annoyed when people vague book on Facebook or okay. you know, some yeah. sort of thing. I, I wish that, that when I saw this press release, I wish that it had said embargoed <laughs> on it. We have This is embargoed until sometime next year when we actually have news. You know, because I, well, I'm exactly right there with you. I'm dying to see this. And there, this is just like, oh, well, and uh, we're going to work on this and you're not going to hear it or see it for another two to three years at least. Uh, you Maybe. I think some of these jukebox shows have come along a lot quicker than I expected. The the Head Over Heels, the Go-Go's one, that came around a lot quicker than I expected. We started hearing about it last summer probably and it's going to be on broadway a year later that's pretty quick that's so if they do an gwyneth. out of town that's all gwyneth i think yeah it could be could be but i mean i know it had an out-of-town tryout in oregon but we didn't really hear much about it but we've heard about now the uh, the Bee Gees one did a similar thing where they released a press release and didn't give us any details at least this one i don't think that one had a director at least we know gordon greenberg is going to direct this one he's a guy with some you know, quite a bit of Broadway yeah, shots. So, uh, yeah. So I'm um, at least that we have somebody attached, but I'm with you. Like I, I, I'm excited about this and not to forget, of course, Huey Lewis did play Haley James's father on uh one tree Hill, but you know, well, the thing yeah. is, is that when anything happens in Oregon, you just ignore it. Cause everything comes out of Portland is annoying. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's a good point very good point it's just like you just like turn it off you know well, Fred right, Armisen uh, ruined us yeah yeah Rock of Ages is going to launch a 10th anniversary tour now I know what Rob Johnson's going to be doing for the next two years yeah, yeah exactly as I, as he's I just back from the uh, he's just back from the parade from Philadelphia oh yeah 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 huge so I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rob um, probably knew about this long before it was actually announced. But yesterday, it was official that Rock of Ages will launch a 10th anniversary national tour this fall. Similar to the Huey Lewis story, there are a ton of details that were released in this press release. But the tour, I'm guessing a non-equity tour, will hit the road beginning in October of this year. And I never saw the any either of the New York productions off-Broadway or on-Broadway and then back off-Broadway. But um, I saw a really, you know, a fairly decent local production here uh, in Orlando. And the show was just fun. Like, there's not a whole lot of meat on those bones, but the songs are great. The characters are funny. The dialogue's good. So I'm, you know, this is one that I would not have a problem seeing with a, a good cast and a tour and, and a lot of good voices. I, I think that this could be a lot of fun and do pretty well out on the road. Did you see the movie? No. Okay. 
I know those. I love movie musicals, but things like that where they just throw names into a hat and pull people out and put them in there. Like, no, I'm not interested. Tom Cruise had some really bad hair in that movie. Yeah. No. We're gonna be talking. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> you know where I was gonna I, go. I know. I know. I, I was. Not, I fed nope. it to you, and you did not take the bait. I'm proud no, of we you. We would have had. To, we would have needed to edit that out. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, TV and movie news. What's going on? All right. After Wednesday night's episode of Law and Order SVU, one of the show's stars, Broadway's own Raul Esparza, confirmed that he was in fact leaving the show as his character did on the episode. On Twitter, he wrote, quote, Goodbye, Barba, his character. Thank you. You changed my life, my squad, and you, all, or, and you, you always my live, my friend Mariska, r- r- of course, talking about the show's star Mariska Hargitay. I will always treasure my time with you. Hashtag SVU. Hashtag Barba on trial. Raul Esparza joined the show back in 2012 and became a series regular in 2013 when it was actually the first ever male ADA on SVU. But he is now exiting to pursue other opportunities. And James, given the rumors coming out of Washington, D.C., I would not be surprised if Raul ended up playing games on Broadway very soon or at least for one night in Bangkok. Checkmate. (laughs) Well done. That was good. All right. Siegel filmed to be released in May. Yeah, going from the small screen to the big yesterday, Sony Pictures Classic announced that their new film adaptation of Anton Chekhov's The Seagull will be released in May of this year. As we've discussed before, actually, I think the first time we talked about this, James, predates today on Broadway. I think it was actually on This Week on Broadway. Uh, but the film is directed by Tony Tony winner Michael Mayer and features a screenplay by fellow Tony winner Stephen Karam. The film stars a number of Broadway alums, including Annette Bening, Saoirse Ronan, Corey Stoll, Elizabeth Moss, Brian Dennehy, Mayor Winningham. And more. And finally, in this section, uh, from the big screen to streaming, last night the Daily Mail's Baz, Baz Bomba Boy reported that Academy Award nominee Timothy Chalamet is currently in talks to lead Netflix film adaptations of Shakespeare's Henry IV and Henry V. Joel Edgerton, a pretty fantastic actor in his own right, is adapting the story for the screen. David McCod or Mashad uh, will direct the films. James Henry V has always been one of, if not my favorite Shakespearean play, just because of those epic speeches, um, Once More Into the Breach and St. Crispin's. Um, and I love, 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 love the Branagh, um, the Kenneth Branagh film version. So if this does end up happening, I hope they do it well. Fingers crossed. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, yes, I know Harry is is young in both of these. He's a little... I mean, he's young and he looks younger, so I, I'm optimistic that they do these well. Um, and Timothy Chalamet is a great actor. I just, I, I, you know, knowing the Branagh one so well, I, I don't know that I see it there. Well, uh, I think that if Branagh wants to do uh, a competing version, well, I, you think we can do a GoFundMe and get it going? I, I don't think Kenneth Branagh needs GoFundMe money. I think he does quite well for himself. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, look at this uh, puzzle time. Oh. Paper Mill releases the annual season teaser images. Yeah, okay. This thing is weird, and I have absolutely no idea. But every year, the Paper Mill Playhouse uh, releases this compilation of pictures that are supposed to give you hints as to what the shows are in its upcoming season. Generally, they make absolutely no sense, and you have no idea to be able to figure it out. Sometimes you can kind of get... Maybe one 
two, maybe three. Um, but this year there's five pictures in here, and I'm going to try to describe them as best I can. The first one in the top left corner seems to be somebody using a hairdryer to remove painter's tape. Don't know. The next one uh, moving over to uh, the top right corner seems to be Santa Claus um, nervously stuck inside a snow globe. To the middle left, it is a carton of golden eggs. To the middle right, it's a pair of hands um, with the fingers painted and then a happy and a sad face painted on each one. And then the bottom picture that spans both sides is a, a, a map of a, a large portion of the world with certain countries shaded in in different colors of blue. Now, I, I went over to the Broadway World message board before we recorded and I... I Got a couple ideas from there. We bounced it around in our Broadway World Slack channel, James. But um, the golden eggs seems seems like an into the woods thing there. Um, that makes sense. I like somebody said the hands. Um, maybe that's an ode, especially with all the colors, could be an ode to a funny thing happened on the way to the forum with the comedy and tragedy masks comedy tonight. Um, I kind of like that one. And then um, Julie Musback, who's uh, my colleague at Broadway World in our Slack channel, she said maybe the map is the musical version of Around the World in 80 Days, a Cole Porter show. I can't disagree with any of those. Yeah, I mean, and the Santa Claus one, that could be any number of Christmassy shows, but uh, I have no idea. The one that's really confounding is the one with the hairspray, not hairspray, hair dryer pulling the tape. Santa Claus one sort of looks like a Grinch, doesn't it? Um, I don't think so. I mean, maybe it could be. He He doesn't look green to me, and he looks like he's got a round belly, but could be. I mean, that's like, you know. Could be anything uh, with those holiday shows, so it'll be interesting to see. They 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 did say they'll announce the uh, the answers at the end of February when they make the season um, season announcement. All right. So next up, we have uh, Jordan Roth releases a f first video Whoa. in a new series featuring Billy Porter. All right, James. I. Uh, I don't know what to say about this. I, 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 I know you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't. But let me just tell you this. Okay, so there, Jordan Roth, the president of Jujamson Theaters, and you know oversees five Broadway houses, and he's you know a mega producer and all this stuff. He has a new YouTube video series called "The Birds and the BS." It's a kids show, but for adults. Um, apparently the tagline is because we forget everything we learned in kindergarten and, uh, Jordan Roth goes by Mr. Jordan and he has animated friends who help sing him towards the right path. And, uh, in the first episode, it, the, the special animated guest is Tony winner, Billy Porter. And in this episode, Mr. Jordan receives a postcard from someone named Bert and he asks a question that with all the people making fun of Donald Trump's small hands, he also has small hands and he feels like he has to wear large mittens every time he goes outside the house. So he brings in Billy Porter to sing a song about what you shouldn't and shouldn't do. Now, this episode does have a warning that has adult content. James, um, I don't know how much compelling radio this is, but will you, will you watch this video for us and react to it live on air? Uh, let me just click on that link. Hold on a second. 
it's it's a kind of a mix. It, it feels like kind of a mix of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, it's a little weird. Um, maybe fast forward, James, when you get there to uh, when Billy starts uh, singing. It's um, it's something. It is uh, definitely, definitely okay. something. Hold on a second. Did you ever watch Blue's Clues? I did not, no. If you start to go about a minute and five, uh, yeah, a minute in, that should give you about when he starts it's singing. It's an animated Billy Porter? An animated, yeah, animated, like cartoon. But Jordan's not animated. Jordan is not. I am really unsure how to process this. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. It definitely is not safe for little children. Um, it, I don't know who it is safe for. Uh, I, it, it's very weird. The, the set has some weird references behind it. If you see some things in there, it's just uh, I, I don't I, I like I said, I, I don't know what to say about this. It's uh, it's 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 different. Yes, it is different. I I I. I and so if Jordan North calls you up and says, hey, I'm doing this thing. Do you want to be on it? You can't really turn it down. No, 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 you cannot. I mean, it, uh, especially, you know, <laughs> as Jordan is, uh, you know, one of the most powerful people on Broadway. How do you turn this down? This is but uh, this is just. Well, and you might not have gotten to it yet. At some, at one part, Jordan sings as well. He he duets yeah. with Billy yeah, Porter. Yeah, I saw that. Oh well. Um, <laughs> People are like, "What the hell is this video?" Just we'll have a link in the show notes. It is quite interesting. Um, it doesn't surprise me from Billy Porter, um, but in this format and with Jordan Roth, uh, it is a little surprising. I don't, you know, it's not offensive. But maybe it could be to some people. I don't know. I mean, well, it seems... I mean, the thing is, is that no, it's not offensive and things like that. But Jordan's got, I want to say, a focus issue. Uh, he's the president of Jujamson, and yeah. he seems to have all these a bunch of side projects going on. <clears throat> uh, I mean, if I were president of Jujamson. Yes, I, I would be doing something else. I, uh, I don't like, know, like run, like running Jujamson. Well, I mean, Jujamson seems to be fine. I would be like figuring out my five theaters are full and Broadway's at a traffic jam. How the hell do I build a new theater in New York, or how do I do something to expand this? Uh, uh, instead of this, is not the first video bizarre project that jordan has done in the last couple of years no no and it's you know i'm all for him having fun and, and i know i don't want to make this a bigger deal i don't want to make this a bigger deal um than uh than than you know it is he's done other things he founded give nick um which is a nice a, yeah. a charity thing um and you know but it's just it's it's weird it was a little un, I, it was unsettling that's what i'll say watching this it felt beneath jordan roth and i'm all for people doing things that are fun and irreverent i am all for that yeah. but like jordan roth it's jordan roth like he's i, I mean he's the, the one of the titans of the industry and he's doing this video i'm just going to say it here james sorry he's singing with an animated cartoon version of billy porter that it's okay to have a small dick that's 
the point of the song. You can edit that out or bleep it if you want. But like, really? This is this is the guy who runs, uh, you know, one of the largest, you know, theater groups in the world. Yeah. Well, let's end with something that's not on the script. Okay, uh, please. Something that we did not uh, cover and we should have covered is uh, is that David Binder was appointed the BAM artistic director, which is huge news. And I wonder if this means a a change in direction at BAM towards more uh, theatrical things. What do you think? I, I don't know. I have not heard. I didn't hear that. So I don't know how I missed that. But I mean, BAM has been doing some having some great shows yeah. uh, over there in recent years and bringing some things in a lot of transfers from uh, from the UK. Uh, you know, it, it's a great venue for a lot of different things. And if it becomes an even better venue for theatrical productions, that'd be awesome because I mean, it's uh, there needs to be more off-Broadway places that do what I consider off-Broadway work. Um, I think a lot of the larger not-for-profit organizations that do shows off-Broadway, they do things that are more broadway light, in my opinion. Um, and I love the fact that BAM does things along with like um, – uh, St. Anne's and, and yeah, other places exactly. that do that do things that are off that feel like the gritty off Broadway that we think of. Um, so BAM has been doing a lot of that. If they do more of that with this move, uh, that's awesome. So I'm uh, uh, I, I'm excited to see where uh, where David Bender goes with it. We're going to have to uh, make sure that you put BAM on your watch list for your trips up to New York. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. At some point, James, we're going to have to talk about this trip I'm taking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm coming from a Monday and I leave early the, the next Tuesday morning. I currently have my plans arms to work and to finalize some plans. I've got 11 shows and three concerts scheduled. So 14 things in eight days. And I'm still looking for more. So uh, sure. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Wow. Marathon Man, get us out of here. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at PWWMatt and subscribe to Something Like a Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And my name is James Reno from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for hanging in there with us. That discussion on Jordan was really long. and um, <laughs> you, we, we can edit some of that out if you want. Yeah, but, you know, it's just our talk and people can skip it if they'd like uh and matt and i well this weekend on this week on broadway uh peter is back and michael is back and we are going to be talking with who are we talking with andrew polk from uh the band's hmm. visit is going band's to visit, yeah. on sunday morning and then matt and i'll be back on monday to talk to you then have a good weekend